0: Welcome to the top cut, welcome to the top cut, welcome to the top cut, welcome to the cut. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sunny List Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, my name is Giant Skyhawk, uh, and I'll introduce our guest in a moment. But first off, uh, I'm going to go through all of our wonderful sponsors. So, uh, first off, a huge shout out to uh, ETB Games and Steel Fox Games. Uh, I have never been to these places personally, as I don't live in Louisiana. Uh, but if you are in the Louisiana area, uh, they're fantastic shops. Sunny talks them up all the time. Um, You can find them online as well. Uh, Also, a massive shout-out to Gem Accessories. Uh, They make fantastic uh, deck boxes uh, and playmats and backpacks as well. The Gem Tech backpacks are awesome. And a shout-out to Dragon Shield. Uh, You can now get japanese size custom sleeves. Uh, Sunny recently posted his Normal Summon Mo Yi. Uh, I... (laughs) I can't believe you did those. Uh, But I have some ideas in the tank for mine, so if you want to get yours, there's an affiliate link in the description. Uh, And uh, this is new, uh, Tier Zero Games we now have an affiliate link with. So if you want to check out the description there, you can use code TOPCUT5 for 5% off all of your orders. Uh, And as always, a massive shout out to all of our lovely patrons. Uh, We will read those names off at the end of the episode, and uh, our guest can uh, just completely laugh at us for the ridiculous stuff that you come up with for us to read every week uh, and on that note uh, uh we have today on the podcast uh mr james summer uh james would you like to introduce yourself to the people who who uh who may not know who you are from from our side of the pond i think that's probably a lot
1: more people than do know who i am from your side <laughs> of the pond but uh i i'm james summer i'm on a, i'm a UK content creator uh i'm predominantly on tiktok um not sure, hundred percent how it happened, but I am mostly from there. But um, I, I do have YouTube videos as well. I put my, I have my own Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast as well. It's uh, called T Set Pass, where I just invite. Interesting people to talk about their experience of Yu-Gi-Oh and and the way they've experienced either the casual side or the competitive side. They've got a real real mix of people, some well-known players that you might have heard of, like Asian Eyes, who used to be the, the king of Yu-Gi-Oh YouTube. Obviously, he's still still pretty active. But he does more on the uh, Diablo side and, and other games now. Um, people like Shiggy's, people like Eva, uh, like so many interesting conversations I've had. Uh, but yeah, no, so so I'm uh, in the Yu-Gi-Oh content creation space. And uh, that's uh, the last thing. That's what I've been doing for the last
0: year, and it seems to be going. <laughs> yeah, go. it's, it's <laughs> always fun. room to grow. Yeah, that's true. I I'll always room to grow. You're sitting at what? Like, uh, not that numbers really matter much, but you're almost at 36k on TikTok. So it's been I'm like at
1: 35.9, I think, as of yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> probably yeah.
0: maybe 36 we're, by the time we're <laughs>
1: I people see this. Well, listen, by the time
0: this goes up, if if we can get to, if we could push it to 36, I'll take it. Uh, so yeah you you most it seems mostly Yukio uh you it seems like you were kind of a little more on the variety side, but but lately you've leaned pretty heavily into Yu-Gi-Oh. uh, just just kind of based on running through your feed. So uh, off the top, I have some some pretty simple questions about uh kind of what got you into Yukio. So uh, I guess we'll start with that. how did you how did you start with Yukio? was were you somebody who came in through the anime as a kid? Did you run into the card game? What's your What's your What's your origin story? From the womb to the tomb, I'm Ooh. in Yu-Gi-Oh. Um,
1: <laughs> I've been uh, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh as long as I physically have like a memory space. Like as a very small child, I have the memories of opening the booster pack. You know, the bad booster packs. where the, the best card you might get would be like a, a Gravedigger Ghoul mm. um, to banish those two <laughs> cards <laughs> from the opponent's graveyard. And yeah. um, so I I have very you know i can't remember the context around them but i remember as a very small child opening those little booster packs i have fond memories of my dad got me a a deck of the yugi the yugi starter deck and i think he had the kaiba starter deck and we dueled each other so it would have been around the time when they released or or been the year after so at least about 20 years ago 22 21 maybe um so a long time a long long time ago and i would watch the show um we had vhs copies of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime so I would rewatch the same five or ten episodes that I had on VHS because it wasn't on TV at that point. But then GX came on TV, um, and if any British people listen to your podcast, old um, uh, TV in the morning and Tsunami and stuff, uh, not Tsunami, um, Tunatic in the English. T- um So Tunatic. It was it, it was like the studio was an attic, and it would have like some. It was pretty fun. Uh, that's where we got our Pokemon and our Yu Gi Oh and stuff, Beyblade. Um, so yeah, so so as a kid watching the anime, I would watch the reruns of Duel Monsters, but other than reruns, I didn't really watch it all. So I think it was probably like the, f- the first Duelist Kingdom five or six episodes over and over and over again. It was when GX was on TV that I got really into the anime side and it was on every day before school. And obviously, you got the progression through there. And then when that finished, five D's. And then I sort of took a dip out around Zexor time because five D's is so serious and was so goofy. Um, I've come around as you know since, um, but at the time when I was what like 13, I did not want humor. Um, I wanted more Yusei um, and so I took a dip out for Zexil and that's when I sort of took a dip out of playing as much but I would I would get the new cards as I wanted them, you know, whenever like a new hero would come out that I'd like, I might grab that or something but I wouldn't like build proper decks uh, but then when Arc 5 came out I was obsessed, you know this show was so good and the decks were all good they were all fun, you know, you, I want to play Raid Raptors oh no, tomorrow I want to play Fluffle there was loads of decks to choose from and they were all about as good as each other uh, for you know, for the beginning of arc 5 anyway um and so ever since then i've don't, I've never really stopped i've i've had times where i'm more or less competitive minded but um i've never been out of the yugioh uh, scene in my brain at least if, if not anywhere else
0: yeah that's it's interesting you, your your story it kind of lines up a little bit with mine i was i was not um i was definitely not as far back as yugi kaiba structure deck uh, I got, I got, I got zero memories from that time, but, uh, it was, I was kind of the same where I, it was like, I was in through like five D's and then, and then out through Zexal. Cause I, I, you say was just the, the coolest dude in the world. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's just funny that you mentioned the like, I rewatched the same, like five to 10 episodes on VHS, uh, not VHS for me, but DVD. So maybe that's the, the generational divide, but it was like, it was, we had like d- 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 like, um, uh, it was it was uh, basically like the 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 last episode of the the Bandit Keith Joey duel up until like the first episode of the Yugi versus Pegasus like final match, and that was what I, I just had, to had watch. the
1: Weevil. I just had the Weevil and the Panic Doors. So Weevil <laughs> and Panic over and over again. Wow, this, this, the castle's going to come crashing down again. Who could have seen no it coming? Way. <laughs> no way! No <laughs> way! So, is yeah, a- so I, was, I was earlier in Duelist Kingdom than you. I was trapped there.
0: But, um, in, uh, in the comments below, if you all had just like six episodes that you had on VHS or DVD, let us know what they are. I want to know what you went through as a child. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I don't even really think I need to ask this question but I'm going to anyway uh, I was going to ask you what your favorite uh, deck was just to play or or just in general but uh, um, you, you have an entire series about collecting every single elemental hero card so is, is that your favorite archetype or, or are you just lying to everybody? It's up there uh, um, <laughs> like it's hard to say your favorite because they all come at different times and I've had
1: different right. favorites as the eras have moved on like Hero is like my childhood nostalgia love, and you know the first deck deck, you know that like, actually felt like
0: it could do anything. Because obviously, when you're a tiny child, your deck is just all the cards you have. Yeah, in a big that's card. just a uh, normal summon, uh tribute summon. Dark Triceratops over Hiver Hammerhead type beat. Like, and you have uh, like one copy of every card. You're not summoning Flame Wingman because you only have one
1: bustinitrix and one Avian. And Polymerization was actually quite hard to get your hands on back in the day like it wasn't in many packs and unless you had like an old structure that like, you couldn't actually get many polys. so you'd be running like miracle fusion but you have no polys, so you have to have to like get you know it was a bad bad time to play but fun <laughs> in hindsight um and then when we moved into 5ds when the game actually I, I, I know I don't know if this is controversial I think that I've, I've played retro formats and I've played like sealed only I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh! got good as a game until 5ds I think it's actually really slow and really boring to play um it's different in Tag Force because the AI is so bad that you can have fun with the <laughs> AI. Your cards are bad, but their brains are bad. But I think competitive yeah. old Yu-Gi-Oh is really tedious sometimes. Um, but I think from Five Ds onwards, everything's fun because you got everything has a little bit of gas when you have a tuner because you can just turn that into something interesting. Um, so my first proper deck was Morphtronic. Um, I love Morphtronic, and I'll go to the ends of the earth for Morphtronic. So I. Because I I collect a lot of decks, I have a lot of favorites. But Hero would be like my first love, and I like Hero for me now is a lot of reliving what I'd have liked to have done as a child. You know, like as a kid, it, you never would have got the Neo Fusions off because they're so bad. Because you'd have to normal summon him, but now I can do it with Neo Fusion. And so it's like you're getting the fun of playing with all those cards that you would have loved to play with as a kid. Um, so yeah, so my 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 original. I wouldn't even call my hero deck a hero deck. It was just all the cards I had, which happened to be a lot of heroes. But my first mm-hmm. real deck was Morphtronic, And that was where I, I have a lot of love for. And I love Um That would
0: have been back when of- uh, uh, the the playmakers were like... Uh, playmakers would have been self-on. Uh, what do you mean then? The playmakers still yeah, yeah, so yeah, You roll fine. that die. <laughs> We we're, never stop excavating. We're rolling. We're rolling. I... <laughs> The Cell phone, a... telephone, and now uh and now uh what was Telephone. The new one? No tel- telephone's in your what's the other one? one? Smartphone. Smartphone. Cell phone, smartphone, smartphone. Cause, cause, telephone. Because uh cell phone is the one that excavates the special and then um the other one uh uh smartphone's the one that excavates the ad, right?
1: That's, but smartphone is cool because you can banish to summon, so you don't need to yeah, use your normal summon. I mean. exactly. And then you can f- you can sync them into formula Synchron, and you can do other stuff. Yeah, it's like a really fun deck. When Hulk was legal, I was still playing Tronic. I was playing Wartronic Hulk or uh, a Turbo yeah, into syncs. machine. So time. until yeah, when Hulk got banned, like I haven't really thought of a way to make them good. I I have been playing a little bit of Tri Brigade FTK just to use uh, telephone because the um, yeah. I
0: I thought, <laughs> I thought it was so funny when I saw that people like post that deck because I was like. So we're really, wait, it's Tri Brigade, but we just get to jam Telefon. And then if we see Telefon off of, like, itself or the dice cards, we just get to do the FTK. (laughs) That is, that is it. It, But it's fun. I I already played Tri Brigade as well. Tri Brigade is one of the
1: more modern loves of my life. It was the first time I'd really bought into a deck whilst it was still good in a format. And Tri Brigade format was the first regional I ever went to. I've only been to two, but that was the first of the two I've been to. Mm -hmm. Um... Didn't do terribly, I don't think. I can't remember where I came. Um, I think it was like 80th out of 150, which isn't great, but it isn't terrible. Like,
0: first time paper playing and first, first, in, first in a time. First, first time regional going about even is a W. You're, <laughs> you've never been great. in that environment before? That's a win.
1: Uh, no, it was so tiring. It was so tiring. Because I had to get a train there as well, and then train back in the evening, and it was like. And it was a cold. It's in black. It was in Blackpool in England, which is like a coast town. So it's right by the sea. So it was like freezing, and the seagulls everywhere. It was like a, it was like a, not a bad day. It was just a tiring day. Um, but yeah. So no. So Hero Morphtronic. Um, more recently, Tro Brigade. Very, very. As in the last month,
0: Tier Element has been what I've been uh, swaying. I've, um. I've, <laughs> I've seen the. I've seen the post on Blue Sky. You got the. You were. I know you were. You were. You were uh, joining me and coping on a, on a fluffle engine for a little while. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I took
1: it out for the. I've been to my first locals in a year, and I say my first locals in a year, but I've only been to like three locals before that, so it might as well be my first locals ever, as much as the experience of I have locals. I took out the, the fluffle engine because I, I cowered it out. Um, a... but <laughs> I just so well, you know, if I'm bothering sick. to do it, I'm going to try and be as
0: sleek and cut it down to forty. I think I ended up on forty-one. So hundred percent. I mean, tier has um, but... so many like in weird one ofs and and now that everything has been limited, you kind of have to like mishmash stuff. But that also makes it very fun because uh, hands play out very differently. It's like hundred uh, percent. Am I starting out like King of the Swamp? Am I sending like uh, Trivakarma? Am I doing? Uh, am I am I normal summoning Merley and praying? Uh, like what's that? <laughs> That's so. How... I... That's partially why I like TS so much. Because mm-hmm. like when you when you're
1: a not amazing Yu-Gi-Oh! player, you draw your hand and you think about what you're gonna do when you look at the cards you have. When I was explaining this to somebody I was helping the other day, and I said to them: Looking at your hand and making your plays based on your hand is how you start playing Yu-Gi-Oh!. When you get good at playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know what hand you want, and you build the entire deck to make the hand that you want happen. However tier because of the randomization i have a very good excuse to be thinking on the fly <laughs> and so i get to make my plays live and that's what i really enjoy so all of my advice would be thrown out of the window for tier because it's, you have to rely on the role and i love the mill and i loved making a different fusion because this is the only one i oh, can make right the... now and this is the good
0: one <laughs> i love that i love the idea of no um... oh, actually i just get to tunnel vision onto this uh, <laughs> you're living in the moment.
1: Yeah. You're living in the moment. You got what well, you get in your hand, you're like, damn, this hand sucks. Do I risk it and summon this to mill the top three? Or do I just go like conservative and maybe just make a redoer and pass? It's like, no, I'm gonna roll. And <laughs> never bad mills. I've had bad hands, but never
0: bad mills. That's you are <laughs> you are tier and strongest warrior. Uh you're never gonna get you're never gonna get uh you're all we're always hitting shizu cards off of off of, off of tier mills. Uh so I guess on the the opposite side of the coin to to follow up with the the crappy uh, the generic Yu Gi Oh questions, uh, but is there anything you just completely like hate to play against? For me, it's like uh, Altergeist uh, is probably the deck that I'm. Uh, I think probably a lot of people would answer control decks, but I really I don't like uh, <laughs> I, I really don't like Protocol specifically. But is there any, is it's, there anything that you're not a huge fan of? It's not something that I don't like them because I
1: enjoy playing most Yu Gi Oh. Um... Like, I don't want to be the 400th person to mode about cash. However, I find it <laughs> not so fun to play against... In that regional... I went to a regional this year, so it's my second regional ever. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of games, but I had fun in every single game that I lost, except for the cash losses, because I just couldn't do anything. And that was I was playing Hero, that list, and you need your grade for Hero. However, it, got, it was just like stuff like the banishing one from hand. He hits the... He hits... Oh, God, he hit something that I needed. I had the out. I had the out. And he hit the out. I can't remember what it was. But, I, yeah, the only thing that would have saved me, he hits it straight out of the hand. So it's like, what can you even do in that point? Um, and then I don't like how that leads into the change of deck building. So we have to run two of all the good stuff in the extra deck because he can just unicorn it out. And I know yeah. you can still unicorn it out, but it's less of a problem than it used to be. Um, but I I don't inherently hate Kashitira. I just hate some games against Kashira, but there's other decks where I don't hate any of the games, so that's, like, that
0: makes a sense. real compromise there. It's one of those, like, um, non-games things, where it, it most, most of the, the, Yu-Gi-Oh! is funny, most when most of the time when you actually get to play a game, it's fun whether you win or lose, it's that back-and-forth interaction, even if it's only across a couple of turns. having, like, all of those decision points is what makes it interesting, when the decision point is, like, hey, did, do you have Book of Moon?" No? Yeah. <laughs> To, hey, no, did you, did no. You have, uh, that was it. He hit the book. It was the book. He hit the
1: book out of my hand. Okay. He hit the book out of my hand. So yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing to do. Um, other, so uh, that's what I don't enjoy playing against. I've never loved mirror matches because I like when a deck a deck goes against a different deck. You know, I like. I don't like the fact that I don't know this is what I'm like a childish thing. I don't like seeing my own cards on the other side. I like to see something different and think about what I can do versus what they can do. And I'm not good in really grindy games. I find that if I'm not winning quickly, I'm not winning at all. My friend plays PK, and PK isn't like an amazing deck, but because I don't have the greatest, you know, long game sustain of a lot of the decks I build, he can just grind and grind. And everything in PK is either a search or a monster reborn in the graveyard. So they just come back and they come back and they come back. And I find it, and I found this against Labyrinth recently. I was playing against Labyrinth for the first time. I got them down to 600 life points on turn two, and then I just couldn't deal any more damage. And then they just ground, 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 and then I ran out of deck. And so you know what I mean? So, like, uh, if I if I'm not winning quickly, I tend not to be the long, uh, the best in the long game. I built Vanquish so recently, which hopefully will change that. It's a bit more grindy, <laughs> but um,
0: yeah, that is definitely a grindy deck. That's like a we got we got six cards in hand. We're sitting on two set and uh, and, and a guy on board, and then uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta keep that advantage over a long period. I think that's. Something that I like to, to say is if somebody is, is learning the game, they should be playing something that's very controller mid-range, because...
1: Trap Tricks is, like, really easy. I think it's not the best deck, but it has, like, the lowest skill level. Like, um, somebody played against me, like, I'd never played yu gi Oh before. And I still, I won, because obviously, you know, for the for fingers crossed, I'm actually quite okay at yu gi Oh. However, they were giving me a really hard time, even though they barely knew how to play just because the recycling of the trap holes and the trap, the the floodgate trap holes and the Sarah, she's so good as Sarah. Um, you know, if 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 trap tricks was ever tier zero, Sarah is the one going because she is carries that entire deck on her back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the fact that somebody who's barely played can give my deck a really hard time, just because it's trap tricks. It's like it's a really resistant engine. That's what I'd recommend for getting a first time player who maybe wants to go to a locals or or like a a less casual or slightly more casual. But yeah. Yeah. But like those kind of control decks are really easy to pick up and play, but then they have like a quite a low ceiling. They cannot break past a certain power level. Um, Right.
0: Yeah. I think you, you run into some exceptions with, with labyrinth and, and blowout cards and all that. But, uh, yeah, I but don't. Labyrinth is
1: a hell of a deck on it. Like Labyrinth is a weird beast. Labyrinth is like trap tricks for grown-ups. You know what I mean? Like trap tricks <laughs> is like your, <laughs> trap tricks is like how you get into the game, <laughs> and then it's like okay, you've mastered every trap hole. Now every normal trap in you get now have a have a go at this. Yeah, yeah. kid. You've done now really well.
0: The, <laughs> now we've got the whole library to read. We we've yeah. graduated from uh, from Floodgate Trap Hole to uh destruct, der, destructive Daruba Doll Cannon. Uh, yeah, or... it's
1: like in um, it's like in a Final Fantasy game. You were the knight. And it's like now you're the dark knight. Here are the better but spe- Here are the real spells you need to get on. <laughs>
0: nice. Okay, so for the last like kind of crappy Yuki, I'll get to know you question. Uh, I ha- so I kind of asked her a favorite deck. Do you have a favorite card of all time? Is that something you ever think about? Um, mechanically,
1: there's a few that I really like. Um, I've always loved Power to a Dragon. I've loved Power to a Dragon forever. Um. Partially with that Morphronic side. But even without Morphotronic, it's just a fun card. You know, add the equips. Um, there are individual prints of cards that I really like. I've got a Ghost Rare Rainbow Neos that has a lot mm. of sentimentality for me. Um, my Ghost Rare Rain- Red Eyes Metal Flare Dragon that I was given in a pack by my old boss at my old job. So that's got, like, sentimentality. So I've got a couple of cards that I love individually. Mm. Uh, as, like, an as like an, a, a unit in a game as opposed to, like, a sentimental piece. Um, stuff like dpe minerva the light swan maiden she was a sick card i love that card you know just i really like generic cards. number 101 number 101 was like the first really good generic exceeds and i held on to that boy for so long got the ghost Rev recently from my number collection uh, that is one of the ones up there if, if, if we're just talking about a card without the sentimentality 101 is just like a solid boy good enough attack good enough effect a little bit of protection for yeah. me. Uh, uh, me in a nutshell. Okay. Is, I'm a good rank four, but I'm not uh, a grand king.
0: <laughs> it's so funny that like we 101 used to just be like a staple for years. Like the entire mm. like, Zexel era, even moving a bit into Arc B, and it just like has completely fallen off the face of the earth. It's such a yeah. it's such a weird it's kind of like Castell, where it's like th- this card is crazy. It it is it was so good and, and now it's just like
1: it's fine it's good, like like it's it, got good the,
0: enough. it got the ghost rare print and people were like really that card but i was like it's like, i would no, rather the ghost rare like, 101
1: uh, than the ghost rare fisherman i would have been I, so I mean, angry <laughs> for fisherman ghost rare. i would have been human um,
0: fair yeah that's fair okay so <laughs> I'll, I'll drop in my favorite card of all time is probably lost world uh if, if, if I, it would be it would be close race between lost world and Fright for cruel whale um, i love cruel whale i love cruel whale it's a it's although tiger uh, would
1: be my favorite
0: right fur, just because he's so cool that's fair big big slaps uh whale, big whale was uh, I, I like to say that whale was discount dpe because at the time i was playing it it was like the dpe package was very expensive and whale scythe was like 50 cents so <laughs> i was gonna say i liked
1: whale I've always liked Well. I liked when we were making a uh, whale into VFD. That was a fun time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's right, yeah. level nine, right? We did that. That was. I, I yeah. sometimes I remember plays. I'm like, did I make that play up? Or did the, was that something
0: that we actually did? did we, we did make
1: whale into V into VFD?
0: I, didn't we? I was not playing Fluffle at the time that VFD was legal. Although I have I've done it in Master Duel a few times before they banned it. Um, yeah. So. Uh, this actually a, another question actually came up just off of that. Uh, we're doing improv today, so you mentioned you mentioned a numbers collection, and the people on TikTok also know that you have a hero collection. Do you collect anything else? What what kind of has you? What not
1: multi not at the same time. It's one you get one at a time. Otherwise, I will literally um, lose my flat. Um, right. So no, it's um uh, this could bridge into content creation a little bit talk, but um the first collection I did on TikTok. Was my number collections. So I got it number hunter, mm-hmm. and I collected every single number in Yu-Gi-Oh. And I have it. I have actually right here. Let's do it. Yeah. So like this is my number binder. That's beautiful. And it has
0: all the numbers. <laughs> I like that.
1: Um, I've yeah. always been interested in collecting numbers ever since Zexal. Like you know, because you get like the numbers tin, and it would come with, like a bunch of random ones. So like, I didn't yeah. buy every one from scratch. I had a lot of random numbers already. It was mostly hunting down the ones or twos that mm-hmm. are quite hard to find. Although I don't know if I'm happy or sad. A lot of the most expensive ones have just been reprinted in Monsters Revenge. Shogi a... Rook was crazy expensive. Not that I, but I've got a very good deal on everything. Here. I, I hunted down through loads of bookshops for loads of the manga to get the manga only yeah, ones. Yeah, I didn't buy any people. of the manga. Every single manga one I got from the
0: buying a copy of the manga from a bookshop at the actual price. Than second-handing, buying like, oh, what was the whoops.
1: Shogi rook is like super expensive at one point. That's the one, yeah. Um, and then you know there was the more expensive ones like uh, Heart Earth Dragon. Like I got that before mm. the reprint. Sad, well, before but, you the you know, it be- is what it is. Before the Ghost from the Past one, yeah. Hmm. Luckily, I already had number ninety Galaxy's Photon. Oh, well, that, is, that card, the is most expensive.
0: Was well, like, not a reprint yet. No, I, I can't believe it hasn't been in like. It, it, it feels like every like it's like the last two years people have been like, okay, this is the reprint set. No, 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 no. This is the reprint set. It's going to happen, and then it just I, keeps. Going I don't even up. know if it will anymore.
1: Maybe there's like a copyright reason. Maybe it's like it's um, Maybe it's going to stay hidden forever.
0: Yeah, or um, like uh, Blood Mephist, where it's like there's for some reason we're not allowed to print the word lord I, I don't know <laughs> although no. Elvish, the golden lord so i can't be that no
1: so yeah. i got that for about five uh, a million years ago because i play galaxy anyway that's one of the many many decks that i have in a big file nice. um, one day it'll be good uh so i, I haven't like m- rarity maxed anything i've got what i've got um as cheap as i can for the most expensive ones like i've got a few things that i actually wanted so i got the ghost rare Rumble 101 mm-hmm. i have the ulti utopia yeah um I think that's an on interesting ones, but yeah, like, so that's the, that's the, and I've got all like, uh, and if people's always go, like, what about the chaos ones? I do have all the chaos numbers oh, in God. the back as well, and we're, all the rank up spells, and all of the violent. weird new variants. Yeah, yeah, um, all, I've got every single one, as of now. There's some more coming, but, yeah, in English,
0: yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 eventually, yeah, the, I feel like, I feel like there, there will always be some, some added number down the line, I'm pretty sure. Well,
1: the new one is the last number. That we haven't got from the anime and this is the last number of the whole collection now the only choices they have now is to go beyond 107 which they could do or
0: we just start going on chaoses. as we start yeah. picking every
1: number on their mum, and they get a chaos number I, so I, like, I, yeah
0: I, I can't wait for for uh i can't wait for chaos crooked cook that's uh... <laughs> chaos cook now we're cooking uh, add uh, one piece of exodia to your uh, hand uh, we're cooking. <laughs> yeah if you uh, you can make this card and add a copy of right hand shark uh from right your hands you can make another Add one level work. four or lower uh, one level just say four. that just any level four or lower that would go crazy but Except it can
1: it cannot use its effect for two turns there you go so mm. that way uh, you can't add a hand trap I and like even that. if you did, you wouldn't get anything from it. But you <laughs> can add a piece of Exodia from Dexan. <laughs> absolutely crazy. Um, so I did the number hunt. I got all the numbers, didn't I? I think I took about 24 episodes, 25 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did the ban list hunter. So I got every card on the Yu-Gi-Oh ban list. Um, and I was going one by one. Because in the, when I did the number hunt, it was more like it was more like a life Thing as well. I'd be like, yeah. I've gone to Glasgow for work this week, and whilst I was here, I went to the card shop and I found they won 37 thirty seven and yeah and I popped mm-hmm. them in and I'm done. Whereas for the ban hunter one, I went card by card and explained why they were banned. So I was like, his pod agreed it's banned because it's broken, I'll be. um And then for like, I did that for about like twenty episodes or fifteen episodes, and I was like, God, if I do it one by one. It's like 102 cards in this ban list. I will never be done <laughs> with this list, and that's when I—you can see the point where I started to get lazy. And, there is and no, that's um,
0: eh, just toss a couple of them on. There well,
1: no, I—I I started grouping them, so I was like, yeah. all the cards that make tokens, are like these are here because they make tokens, and that makes links, and that it's, means uh, it's tomahawk and yeah. cross time. We're we're putting them in the same bit. <laughs> All in a big part, and then all the stuff that summoned itself from the graveyard, so like your glow up bulb, your mm-hmm. um fairy tale snows, like, these are here because they summon themselves from the graveyard, and that's broken because links. It's always because links. It's like oh, sometimes okay. it's because sinks, but it's always
0: uh, uh, these are the free links. Ban. That's a catchphrase um, right there. Sometimes, sometimes sinks, mostly links is the yeah, is, is, is the summary of the ban list, and and then there's like last I was... <laughs> yeah Who cares? but i did the i
1: thought the ban list one would be a good idea because then every time there's a ban list that's that's like an excuse to make a video yeah however um and then by the time i was finished i think we had three ban lists over the course of the series because it took a while because you know a couple of months to find them and get them and make the videos mm-hmm. um and obviously i don't post like seven a day even if i make seven in one day oh. um so it, like over the course of the all of the months I think we had about three ban lists over. There are some cards that I bought for the list that were then unbanned, unbanned. before I did I, their episode for the say, list. I say,
0: that would be a problem. Like, uh, you, you're gonna have to take uh, Denglong out of the binder. Uh, the- <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the only
1: one, the only one that got unbanned, well two, the only two that have been unbanned since I'd made the videos already was Blaster and Ancient Fairy, mm. but stuff like Ptolemaeus, um, I hadn't made the video yet when it got unbanned. Oh, you're so like, cool! I don't was. have
0: to get this. Nice. Well, no, I already had it. Oh, so you already had
1: it. One? My, The way I go about it, um, well, well, as I did, I told you the number hunt. I was like tracking them as I tracked them down for the ban list and for Hero Hunt secret behind the scenes. I, I make sure I have the full collection before I even start the video series. Um, oh, I—it's I, I, sad because myself. I lose out. In the number hunt, people would post me numbers, which was really nice, and some of the I got some really right. nice numbers for the binder. However, I don't wanna be like I have to find it, or like there's a price spike, or you know what I mean? Are right. we, we it gets yeah, so I was like I wanna get the whole collection sorted and then, and then start putting it out I will Makes start sense. episode So Hero Hunter, I didn't make episode
0: one until I'd finished right um imagine imagine people commenting being like what what what, you have to get air neos (laughs) and then being like well
1: i've had neos for years so that's that was fine by me luckily i've got all the expensive numbers uh, all the expensive heroes um but that's more and that was partially a good thing because i wanted people to be able to say do air neos next time and then i can because I don't have to look for it, you know, because I've got it ready to go. And, yeah. and I'd be like, well, who do you
0: want? What hero do you want? they they like, Bubble Man. I was like,
1: eh, Bubble Man. Okay. So I
0: guess, um, that, uh, that kind of segues into, into the, the, the last section of what I wanted to talk to you about, is like, why, why content? Why, why videos? For me, it was like, you, I'd, you I'd, you do a school project one time they're like, use iMovie. <laughs> and then <laughs> you, you'd come up, you add like a really crappy transition into a, it, it into a thing for like 12 times. And it, at the time it felt so impressive, but that's the, that's the type of thing that gets you, you hooked. And then you think, well, I really like this thing. Maybe I could put something up about that. Like what, what got you into, into making videos for either for your hobbies or for anything else? So, it's been a very, very long journey. Um,
1: I've always looked up to content creators, you know, since I was a kid. You know, um, the weird thing, you know, the first podcast guest we had was it was, Asian. I was and I saw like a twelve year old kid. He'd be all I'd be watching on YouTube is like dueling bug videos, like the, all Yugioh, of
0: those. the old, old Yu Gi Oh vines, I, I old, old
1: Yu Gi Oh vines. Um, so you know those kind of people and Yu Gi Oh series. Um, so I've always been interested in content creation. Um, I, I've had many half attempts, you know. Like as you're a kid, you like try and do some Minecraft stuff. You do some other stuff, you know. You do all sorts of gunk. Kind of um, I the first real content I actually made properly that I would publish on the internet, um, it was called Yu-Gi-Oh Condense, and nobody knows about this because it was published on Daily Motion only because of the copyright bots on YouTube being too strict. Um, you know, have you seen those videos in the feed of like GX episode seven in a minute? And they've just like cut right down to like the nothing, like nothing yeah. but high by. I did that about 10 years ago on Daily Motion <laughs> and it was called Yu Gi Oh! Condensed. And I would condense GX into more like tasteful bites. Um, and it wasn't just. I actually, I'm actually proud of some of that. I think some of those episodes have been taken down. Um, and I don't even know if they're still there. I- I'd have to have a look. I am logged into that account for a long time. But I would cut to. Bare minimum of the, the plot, I cut out a lot of the bad jokes out. Not that I don't like the bad jokes, but it was like the raw experience of it enjoying. So you get there, the plot happens, and then they duel. And you cut out all of like the side character. you know, where it cuts to Cyrus. And I, it's just the duel in the plays and cut out the explanation of what the cards do. Because assuming that you're probably a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you'd already know what most of them do. Um, and I edited around some stuff. So I took out all of Crowler being horrible. I also took out Crowler being scared. So when Crowler sacrifices himself to the Shadow Riders, it actually looks quite heroic and there's mm-hmm. no like undermining it. So I edited it to change. And I edited out all of the Chaz being a, a dickhead as much and left in all of like his rival journey and his like going. So I, I, I changed the way some of the characters were portrayed a little bit because of my own tastes. Yes. Um, so I did all of GX series one. And so you can watch, if you watched it, only my condensed version, you would watch all of GX Series 1 in about an hour, I think. I think <laughs> I condensed it from 52 episodes down to an hour of content. That's crazy. I,
0: I know I've seen, because I've I've seen stuff like, um, I've seen stuff like people, there's their websites where you can watch Naruto without the filler. And, and it yeah, cuts it down to like, it, it does cut it down pretty significantly. But to take the full first season of GX and just drop it down to like an hour is I think it was now really hour. impressive <laughs> that's gotta be
1: because there's so many filler episodes you don't even need to include yeah like you I... don't need the monkey duels. so it'd be like it'd be like the entrance exam the bastion duels because that's also like saying that like how good Jaden is as a duelist and then the Chaz leaving and coming back uh the shadow riders and then that's the end you know what so, i mean so you don't need like as much of everything and so like... i was sort of just trying to think of a movie of gx what would it be
0: i have to imagine um... it's the type of space where you know at some point somebody's going to comment um actually I-, I think the monkey duels are uh extremely important to the plot of you well because y- he y- comes y- back
1: in series two when he's got amnesia how exactly. will that pay off <laughs> well less sadly i did in episode one of series two. And the copyright bot on Dailymotion would just not let me post that episode one of series two. And because I just couldn't post it, I just stopped the project.
0: That's but that
1: true. is also not very good because I made all that in like the Windows Movie Maker thing. Mm. So it's pretty. I, I Some of them actually hold up. I did go back and watch. I did I did episode one to four of Pokemon Anime condensed, And that condensed like the first 15 or 20 episodes down to like four episodes. But I didn't finish that either. Because um, I think my old computer died and then I didn't bother getting it all set up on the new one. Um, so that was as a kid. I'm maybe like 16, 17. I've always been a writer. I write a lot. And so I've had a lot of blogs over the years. I used to... You ever heard of the app Amino? Yes. Yep. I mean, yeah. Yes. I, I ran the Ben... Well, I still do, technically. I'm, I'm very <laughs> uh, I ran the ben, ben 10 Amino. So I reviewed every single episode of Ben 10. And I, it start, at the start, it was a bet with a friend. I, was like, I bet I could write as much. Because I was at uni then in first year. And I was like, I've written 3,000 words about some journalist i bet i could write three thousand words about the first episode of ben 10 and i did and i wrote it, and i published it and um i so i reviewed every single episode of ben 10 i will not promise that all of the reviews stayed at that uh, essay length yeah, I, think yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I made them like blog length after a while um so i became like a quite a big figure there you know i had about 6k followers there which was big a, a while ago before i started doing other things from, you know, um and that's when I did interviews with Derek J. Wyatt, who was the main artist on Omniverse before he passed away. Um, and then that's how I got my interview with Paul Eiding, um, who is the voice of Grandpa Max was, and yeah, uh, I, many people in Metal Gear and other things.
0: I was going to say that was I, I mentioned this off pod, but that was the that was the first video of yours that I found on TikTok was uh, just came across my FYP was the interview with uh, with Grandpa Max. I was like, which is surprising because uh, it didn't it, do very well on the views. Like, <laughs> I, I know I was cause I was. I, I over the last few days I've kind of like gone back through the page, but that was the one that came up, and I just I completely forgot about it. I watched it; it was totally gone. And then mm. some like number of months later, it came back up again. And Sonny was like, "Hey, this guy wants to like." Have us on, or we need to have him on. And I was like, "Hold on a minute, I recognize that dude. Where did I see this before?" And I scrolled down the page. I was like, "It's the guy who talked to Grandpa Max." That's <laughs>
1: yeah. That's no, so so it was a good. He's really good. There's a full version on YouTube. Obviously, I was only put a clip on. I actually, up, but, I, um, I didn't know there was a full version on YouTube. I'm gonna have to go watch that now. <laughs> There's actually gotta, two full versions you on YouTube because me and him. Had a call that lasted three hours. Um, so there's <laughs> there's the clip I put on TikTok. I, this, there's the this twenty minute version on YouTube. I don't know.
0: Oh, man. There's also
1: a forty minute edited version, and uh, there's also too much in the three hour one to include. And uh, we like, had some uh, we had some real chats that weren't really uh, public friendly. But like um we yeah. uh, that was like a good forty minutes of good stuff on youtube somewhere hidden that, um th- thank you i have to i'm gonna go watch that after this <laughs> he's lovely. absolutely lovely man um okay. so then the ben 10 uh, blogs i would already done review blogs of my own i have my own like website where i used to bother to write blogs for um my job uh, which i won't go into here it, i make a lot of videos anyway mm-hmm. um and i do a lot of audio editing and podcast editing and other things as well um so i'm already in i'd already been doing it anyway for work um, and I've always wanted to be like a Yugi tuber or not like specifically a Yugi tuber, but a content creator of some ilk. Um, I write, I used to write for a site called, um, um, the name of the site escapes me now. Uh, what did I write? For? I'm oh yeah, you think. stalked me. Are you oh no, blocks? I'm having a mind. Like, no, it was, um, um,
0: uh, serpent cards, card market. Let me find it. It uh, is, uh, WordPress. so I used to write for, I got it. I got it.
1: I used to write for a site called Game Byte. Um, and that's a mm-hmm. video game news outlet. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a lot of things there. I did the Master Duel review on day one. I think uh, it was a yeah. I think I got, I got uh, Master Duel's uh, percent higher on the <laughs> on the uh, the games uh, score game score whatever it's nice. a, a critic. Um, so I used to write for them a lot, and I wrote them all sorts of things like where to start with Final Fantasy and Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel reviews and the World Ends of You reviews and all sorts of gunk. And one thing I wrote was a review of every single pokemon movie to tie in to whenever the last pokemon movie came out because it was secrets of the jungle and it came was coming out on netflix so we all knew that we'd all have access to it so i thought you know i'll review every single pokemon movie Mm -hmm. and so i wrote a review of every single pokemon movie from worst to best and there was like a paragraph for each one and the for whatever reason the article didn't get published and it just sort of sat in the word drive for a very very long time like a month or two which is it? You know, by then, it was less relevant, and that's fine. You okay. know, it is what it is. Um, and I just looked at it, and I said to myself, "If I read out that paragraph, how long would it take?" That's that's about a minute. <laughs> is that is that something that somebody would listen to? And so, uh, there's at that point there were 24 Pokemon movies. I think they still are now at this current stage. Mm-hmm. And so I made the video. I made a review for each of the 24 pokemon movies that paragraph that was that one article that reviewed all of them was just each video was you know 1 minute of i thought this movie was great and i thought this movie was shit for this and this and this. <laughs> um and so i posted it on youtube shorts i posted it on instagram reels and i posted it on tiktok and on instagram reels it got 7 views and on Insta- <laughs> and on youtube shorts it got about 100 views and on tiktok it got 6,000 views. And so I was like, hmm. well, and the annoying thing is, is that there is a typo in the TikTok version, because the other ones did so poorly, I could take them down and put them up again with the fixed version. However, because the TikTok one did so well, I had to leave it there. Um, and then I put the next video on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And on day one on Instagram, it got about 20 views. And on YouTube, it got about 200 views. And on TikTok, it got twenty thousand views, and I was like, okay. So I have found the platform that works for me, and I am going to continue with this particular avenue because it is tiring to make it for all. Because TikTok, you can have up to ten minutes, so you can sometimes make a video that's one minute, just one second, yeah. and then you just can't put that on YouTube Shorts because it comes up as like a proper yeah, video, on not, regular yeah, so video. Like,
0: you got the weird like border thing that shows up, and it's like it's real it's nasty. Full um, got this little bit.
1: It's horrible. Um and it's weird because one video that does like I've got one video that's like five hundred thousand on TikTok right now and it's got like two hundred people on YouTube. So like, there's no there's no like there's correlation no... between the kinds of content that there's works no in either one. Yep. Um but I think what's me stand out a little bit is because I'm not making TikTok content. I'm making the kind of content that I would watch on YouTube, it's just really short. Um <laughs> and so yeah. I make content that I would watch myself. And then hopefully somebody else who's like me would also enjoy it. Hopefully so I did nothing but Pokemon. Hmm.
0: That's uh... <laughs> it's it's interesting to hear that perspective actually because from uh... it is because I, I have I have definitely also kind of seen the the audi- it's, the audiences are mostly separate on, on the platforms. Honestly, it's not like it's not a very consistent thing even with through like uh, even through something like YouTube and Spotify. Like we're, we're way bigger on the actual podcast platforms than we are on any other like content platforms at all. Just because the Mm -hmm. the audiences that listen to like the audio only stuff is just different than who's going to show up to a podcast on YouTube. But with TikTok, it's like, it's still a completely different audience, but hearing that you still make the content you want to make, you're just now writing it to fit within that timeframe is interesting. So rather than making a video for TikTok, you're making a video that you want that you can put on TikTok. I think that yeah that definitely makes that and that definitely makes it feel a lot more genuine, gives it a lot more quality, I think. There are some times where I try to play
1: the algorithm, you know, but right. for the most part, it's always something that I would watch myself if somebody else posted it. Um, and so yeah, so I started with Pokemon reviews and did twenty four you know, there was twenty-four films, so that was every day for twenty-four days, there was a Pokemon review at seven o'clock, always new. Then my my real joke was was that I was then going to do a Digimon movie review, and I was going to say the Digimon movie is better than all the Pokemon movies. <laughs> the Digimon movie review did very, very well, which is better, more than I expected, given that Digimon is more niche than Pokemon. Mm. And so then I reviewed all the Digimon series, and then I reviewed all the Yu-Gi-Oh! series, and then the Yu-Gi-Oh! ones did not as well as the Pokemon and the, and the Digimon ones. But then I, when I was doing the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime reviews, I finished the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime reviews, and I... Wanted to try and make something that was more original content, that wasn't just a review. And that's when I did the Number Hunter. And then the Number Hunter did really well. I think it was on, like... It was my first to 100k. And it was on, like, 100k within a week. You know, it was, like, really quick. No. And I was like, okay, we're, we're doing something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got something. Um, and then I did Number Hunter. And then whilst I did Number Hunter, I've done a few dips and dabs. I've, like, I've done some baby news. It's mainly because Yu-Gi-Oh! is easy to talk about. Because there's so much stuff to talk about in it and you know in things of like think of it as prop wise i've got the cards i need to make the you know the pretty little videos and i've got i've got stuff to talk about i can talk about the anime i can talk about the card game i can talk about being a casual i can talk about playing competitive whereas digimon i've i've reviewed every series i've kind of said what i have to say about all of it and i love digimon and i would you know i'd kill to make digimon content all the time and when i do make digimon content it doesn't terribly um Interestingly enough, despite the fact that my original following was built on Pokemon, whenever I do Pokemon content, now it just terrible, but there we go. Um, uh, a,
0: it is funny how that works, where you, you start with something, and then it, eventually it's like, oh, the people have kind of grown with me. That's interesting. Like,
1: yeah, but I think you got to look at it right, realistically. I think I've had about 6k followers off Pokemon, Digimon, and the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I went up to 20k just off doing Yu-Gi-Oh! on live. So like that's where they came from. They came for Yu Gi Oh. That's where they are. Although I refuse to stop doing variety stuff. Like I did all the Beyblade reviews recently. Um, people love love it when I'm. It's 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 interesting. Negativity works on TikTok. Like it is the. If you look at all of my videos, mostly. If it's not a collection one that's done very well. If it's a review, it's a review where I'm horrible to something. <laughs> and that it's really um it's quite tempting to be more toxic than I would really be, but I'm not. I've been very good. I'm only mean right. to stuff that I actually care about. Um, so because like I like I I went from worst to best with the Pokemon movies. So every single day I'd be like four out of ten. Four out of ten because I'm starting with the bottom of the list. Obviously, by the end we got to the top and it was the yeah. ones I really love and we're like ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. But so every day I'd be like, "You hate Pokemon? Why are you even bothering with these reviews? You keep watching them, but you keep hating them." I was like, "Yeah, because you're at the bottom yeah, of my yeah, list. We, so we're, we're gonna, gonna get higher up, and higher. <laughs> you gotta promise. keep going."
0: I promise the rainbow is at the end of the tunnel, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and, and uh, it's interesting because the, the ones at the top of the list where I was gushing over, you know, uh, Pokemon movie 2000, they got worse views. But then the Digimon movie review where I'm gushing over it, that got really good reviews. So it shows that positivity does work too. But um, my, five, my, my only one that's over like 500,000 is a review of Ultimate Spider-Man. And that's where I, I slag it off so badly. <laughs> it also has the <laughs> most mistakes of any video. Because I made it really quick, because that was for my. I did a review alphabet, mm-hmm. where for December, as the advent calendar, every single day had a different review, beginning with a different layer of the alphabet. So it'd be Avatar, and then Ben Ten, then Card Captors, then uh, whatever I did for D, Danny Phantom. Um, Danny Phantom.
0: <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, it's um, it a fun one. I like that one. But for the Ultimate Spider-Man one, I, I, I was I think I was going home to my parents, and so I had about five left, and so I just did them all in one afternoon. And because I did them all in one afternoon, there wasn't like I didn't edit them particularly. Well, no, I edited them, but you know what I mean. I didn't like yeah, read yeah. through them as much as I would. And Ultimate Spider-Man, I called like Flash Thompson. I called him Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I called him Flash Gordon, and they're like, "Oh, That's Flash me. Gordon."
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got the we got the wrong franchise. Oh, wrong man.
1: franchise. Um, they sound similar <laughs>
0: enough.
1: Yeah, Savor of the Universe. Every time somebody corrects me, I just can't. I just commented, "Saver of the Universe." Yep. It's going to save every one of us. <laughs> um, and so that was me going. This show sucks. This show is terrible. All, of all I mentioned. I didn't think that that was going to be a controversial video because when I grew up, we all thought it was terrible. It's this that is this nostalgia that people have for it. These yeah. are the kids that grew up with it, whereas we were the teenagers who grew up with it. As teenagers, we all hated that. As kids, they loved it. And so
0: 100%. it is interesting.
1: Um, and I, you know, there is the temptation to be more negative, um, but I tend to. Th- if I have a bad review, I tend to do it, but I can't, like, force it out. Like, I would love to find more stuff that I'm angry about in... in, That's why I made that fun video, was, like, Yugi's a bad friend to Joey, because he gave him Time Wizard.
0: <laughs>
1: and everyone's so missing the point. They're like, well, of course Yugi's card works in Yugi's deck. I'm like, yeah, but it'd be like if I played Tira and I gave my friend a Tier Element deck. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. like, this deck's the best. And you gas him up the whole tournament. And he's like, yeah, Mills are the best. And then you're like, D shifter. Yeah, you can't do anything. Uh, and you know what so I mean? And it's like, he did help Joey. He gave Joey a good card. And he got Joey lots of wins. But he had a plan the entire time of how he was going to beat him. Because he was like, Joey's going to time wizard me. Got Dark Sage in deck.
0: All good here. You go well, off, King. The, <laughs> the entire. It, it is interesting with the. <laughs> Yugi's whole bit is is just mm-hmm. that he's always one step ahead. The the hmm. like the entire time through, even back to uh, back to like the old old first seven vol- volumes of the manga, where it's like, hmm. yeah, you can play a game with me, but uh, I've set this up from the start. And even even all the other people who've rigged their games is like oh, I've I've actually rigged your game before I even stepped into the room. hundred percent. The game there's it's like the 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 game show episode is is the one that I think kind of got me sold. Another episode, but the, the the chapter and also like yeah, uh, it's funny how they experimented with so many different things too. There was like the the figure fighting game, like the Punch Out type of thing. My favorite
1: of the original is the Joey Yo-Yo chapter, where Joey's, like, getting beaten by, like, a gang of Yo-Yoers from either side. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Actually,
0: this whole place is filled with water, and I've got (laughs) to, like... I can't remember if it was gas or, like... If it was they, turned with, like, electricity or something, but I, whenever Yugi. Or the into...
1: episode where Yugi and Take on the day, and then there's a terrorist that's going to blow up the Ferris wheel. The cart. Ferris wheel. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And then We yeah. have to play. We have to
0: play. We have to play solitaire to, yes. to try to figure out which of the which of the carts the guys on. Ugh. yeah,
1: like I don't. I'm glad that we got to Yu-Gi-Oh. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh anime as a proper Yu-Gi-Oh anime,
0: but that manga's really fun to read. I really like that manga. It is. All right, I think that is probably going to wrap up uh, our time today. So before I let you go, I am going to subject you to the names of our patrons. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I'm just going to make sure that I'm sorting these out correctly. Uh, yeah, audience, because uh, I think the first time I tried to do this, I accidentally read some people who weren't there anymore. All right, so uh, massive shout outs to all of our patrons, including uh, bring Red Reboot back to three. No. Uh, Kane Martin, Xyphorus, Big Stinky, Broken Boy 13, Ding Dongs, Hostess of the Yangzing, Earth Earth Machine Best Deck. Uh, Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor? So this one this one irks me because not only have they spelled Vendor V-E-N-D-E-R, but they've also spelled Red R-E-D. And I think that they are. Slowly... Is, there, is there a is there a caption limit? Like the uh, there isn't one, isn't it? No, the rest will. Longer longer. No, there's, oh, yeah. there's there's no limit, and 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 it used. To, I think it actually used to be R E A D. So they are slowly changing it to mess with me specifically. H uh, Z H Cyber. Uh, I used to play Rogue, but then my mom got a job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that means. That's a good one. It I imagine rude. that means she's paying for
1: your meta deck. Uh, I yeah, hope.
0: probably. Uh, <laughs> It, it, did you it, pay for mine. Did you, true. Can, <laughs> you know, when, 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 when do we get to be sugar babies? Come on. Uh, is uh, is Canada Nickelback? Uh, John Leal, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol RX, Silver Hope. Uh, Sonny stole my phone and took pictures with a Mo Yee body pillow. Uh, there, is, uh, there is one rule and only one. Always read MISC. Understanding and reading are two different things. Uh, Upstart Goblin D's nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Virtually Savior's World. Zach N. Aaron Gardner. Alexander Chan. Asami. Ashless Chaps. Atsuyo. Simp of the Silver Castle. Uh, Blackwing. Silverwind. The Ascendant is the best floodgate. Uh, I gotta disagree. Box wine, co link D's nuts. Uh, that's not the last D's nuts joke in this list. Uh, okay. I'd be
1: disappointed if it was. Uh, we need to have a really good one first.
0: True. <laughs> Come on and get your game on. Uh, duty booty, dragon maidenless behavior. It's probably one of the all time greats. That's uh, a good one. Uh, I'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for cost. D's plant nuts in your mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the That's the most involved one for sure. Uh, Neshi, hey, go uh, any worlds. Those nuts are going to that, worlds. That's true. These these nuts are going to worlds. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Neshi, shout outs to Jess. Uh, you're awesome. Uh, Neshi. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, old Man Red, pin code 143. Sakitama, Aratama, Nikitama, Cam, Obama. Uh, and, uh, and Slaking It Up. So uh, those are the crazy people who support us. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And uh, speaking of thanks, uh, James, thank you so much for for coming on and and saving me while Sonny has been away. Do you have anything else you would like to say to the people? Where can they find you? Where are you available? What can they do to support you?
1: Uh, thanks for letting me come on. I've been meaning to for ages, but it's just been uh, way- work <laughs> and life and, and everything else. And then I re-
0: listened to you last
1: week whilst I was in, in Wales, and I was like, they don't even have to no, host, no, no. host right now. I, I should I should really make the effort to come and help out. Yeah, yeah, um, so uh, yeah, if you want to watch me duel on live stream, we duel with dual discs, as you can
0: i because there's know? the i i oh. don't remember the username the blonde guy i've seen I've, ghost, like, I've, galaxy ghost galaxy yeah. that's the guy i've seen him everywhere and, I've, and i remember i saw you on stream with him at one point but so we do it
1: we well we used to do it daily but we've been just been a bit busy recently mm-hmm. um so yeah so we do all on live with dual discs all the time with paper um so if you want to see me live that's that um so that's james Sumner 101 on tiktok um if you want to listen to me talk about uh card games with Better players than I. Then listen to the T Set Pass podcast. So that is on YouTube on my YouTube channel Scumner, S C U M N E R. But uh, it's also on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, all the all the podcasting platforms that it trickles out to when you put it in the pro- in the program. Um, and yeah, I've done some other non YuGiOh stuff as well. I occasionally review Beyblade and Digimon. I've done a Nuzlocke on YouTube that nobody watched that's that's what really soured me to you uh youtube for a bit because i spent <laughs> so long like i used to do like medium quick edits and i was like i'm gonna spend like a whole month on this video and i did and it didn't even get to 100 views within like a week and i was like wow uh yeah no uh, i'm gonna do mid-tier content for a bit because doing this high-tier content was too too little returns um but um but yeah so no it's um yeah so if you want to find me there i'm doing that i've recently just started a new series hunting all of the hero cards so i'm collecting all the hero cards and putting them in a nice binder so you let me know who you want to see i've also just started a brand new series of last week where i'm going to locals and trying to actually turn pro um so i'm going to my next locals straight after this um Whoa. i've changed up tier element a little bit based on some feedback and some lists that i've been sent from some different people um so Fingers crossed that we can get past that seventh place this time. Although I remember this shop is a bit more competitive than that shop. So maybe even worse than last time. But we'll find out um, I together.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's me. That's me today. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, best of luck on your local's journey. And uh, as always, i got to end the episode with a crappy card pun. So uh, I am going to jet my way out of here. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just It's just whatever's on the side of my desk. Uh, Bye bye podcast. (laughs) Bye bye podcast. Damn it. That's good. (laughs) I Uh, think it's Bye bye damage. It's one of my uh, favorite cards of all time. I guess on that note, bye bye podcast. See you later. (laughs) Bye bye.